Okay, hey friends, we are back for another amazing episode and I wanted to bring on this amazing guest and client of mine, Angela, because the transformation that she experienced during our time together was absolutely amazing and just really inspiring. Even when I was working with her, I was so freaking inspired every day to watch her growth, watch her learning, watch her unfold in everything that she was processing and how she applied that to herself, her ADHD and her business. So she just has some amazing, takeaways to share with you and her experiences, many people are going to be able to relate to it. That's why I wanted to bring her on was to share this beautiful journey to inspire you that things are possible for you when you learn to manage your ADHD in the right way, when you have a full-blown transformation and you commit to yourself, beautiful things can unfold. And so without further ado, here is the episode with Angela. Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Espina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. I have a lifetime of experience navigating ADHD all the way from junior high to high school to post-secondary institutions, successfully navigating my own career and also successfully running my own business. I am absolutely obsessed with helping you release old stories and narratives of ADHD that are holding you back so that you can start achieving your 10-year goals right now. You can be, do, or have whatever you want in this life. You just need the right skills to get you there. So within this podcast, you will find the skills that have drastically transformed the lives and businesses of countless clients that I have worked with. My goal of this podcast is to share with you skills, strategies, and tools to show you how you can move from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO that can create the thriving business you've always imagined. So if you are someone who is looking to level up your business, and if you are somebody who wants it all in life, this podcast is for you. You will learn a powerful strengths-based approach so you can ditch the overwhelm, gain clarity and peace of mind so that you can create the business and life of your dreams. I am so excited to have you here. Let's help you transform into a powerful CEO. As you all know, I am totally obsessed with the Align Planner, and I'm so excited to announce that this episode is sponsored by the Align Planner. And one of the reasons that I love the planner so much is because when I use it at the beginning of the day, it helps me feel really empowered, really confident, and really aligned. So I truly believe that all ADHD entrepreneurs can feel like this when they start their day. And one of the reasons that it really helps is because it allows me to take all of the ideas that I have rolling around inside of my brain and it helps me prioritize them in terms of what is the most important thing that I need to get done in my day. And it really helps me stay on track. It's one of the tools that I use to still be a really easily distracted entrepreneur and still get results in my business. So. Before I started using this planner, seriously, I was a totally hot mess, <laughs> okay? And now that I use it, it, I know that when I use it in the morning, it helps me stay on track for my yearly goals, my monthly goals, my weekly goals, so I don't have to stress about, am I moving the needle forward in my business? And I love this planner so much that all of my clients use it, they all rave about it. And so if you're someone who really wants to feel calm, you want to feel empowered, and you want to feel aligned in your business when you start your day, and you want to feel like a powerful CEO, you have to get your hands on a copy of this. And you know, 
don't take my word for how powerful it is and discover it for yourself. And in the show notes, I have the link for the Align Planner. So seriously, go and check it out. It's so beautiful. It's so amazing. So gorgeous. And when you go to the checkout, make sure that you use my discount code Anne-Marie15 because you're going to get an extra cheeky discount. Okay, we are back for another episode and you guys, I am so freaking excited for the guest that I have on today. So I have with us the amazing Angela, who is one of my clients. So thank you so much for coming on, Angela. I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's like my entire journey literally started with this podcast. I'm like the baby episodes, the beginning. So it's really cool to be here. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about it. And I'm so grateful to have you here because I've just freaking love watching your journey unfold, watching everything like just happen for you. It's super exciting. So tell everybody who is listening, who you are, where you live, all the juicy details and what your business is. So my name is Angela Musco. I am a mom of a 14 year old, which is very interesting. She and I both have ADHD, which is even more interesting. Uh, We live in upstate New York. I am in network marketing. I've been in network marketing for about four years now, coming from corporate America, which just was not my jam (laughs) at all. And yeah, right now I'm at the place in my life. I work completely on social media. I create my own life, my own schedule, which I didn't think was possible at all. And I'm really just in a space right now of helping people and sharing my my chaotic journey, which is really good. I say chaotic in a really, really good way and pouring into being a mom. Okay. I love it. So give everybody like a background essentially on like where you came from, like within, I know you started your business like four years ago. So how did you like make the leap? what kind of drew you into network marketing? Yeah. So I, uh, four years ago, I'm going to actually go back like five, six, seven years ago. I was in a space. So I was, I was a teen mom. I had my daughter when I was 18 years old. I got pregnant in high school and I just jumped right into retail working nonstop because my brain, like, you know, I have a human to keep alive. Right. So I jumped right in and I kind of had zero direction. And that was the theme of my life with everything. Quite frankly, I actually, and I'm like super open about this and I feel kind of like guilty saying it now being a mom but like I never intended to be a mom so I had you know being 18 right out of high school I had very little job experience I've worked at a bagel shop for so long and through high school I was really focused on I actually wanted to go and study FX makeup in California I wanted to be single my whole life I wanted to not be a parent and I say that because that was really the theme of winging it right like you know from the point of of getting Mm -hmm. pregnant and just winging it and just chasing a dollar and chasing a something you know the I always talk about like the quote-unquote right way right graduate high school go to college I don't even know what the right way is I can't even say (laughs) actual like I don't even know the structure I didn't do it so I've been doing that for years and years and years and burnout after burnout after burnout and like you know quitting is not an option right so uh, about five years ago I was working full-time I was going to school full-time online for legal studies I was working part-time for my school as a tutor which was really convenient because I'm on the east coast I was tutoring a lot of people on the west coast so my extended day 
you know, 9 p.m., 10, 11, 12 was pretty early for them. So I ended up working out and I had joined a network marketing company before this one, just because I was like, I need another way to make money and I have no more hours. <laughs> I literally have no more hours and I fail miserably. <laughs> no idea what I was doing. And, you know, four years ago when I joined this opportunity, actually found my leader. We had just gotten a final termination notice for $79 and 13 cents. And in my head, you know, like we were on a budgeted electric, whatever, like it goes based off of your, your yearly use or whatever. So I knew the exact amount that was coming. It wasn't a surprise bill. It was not like nothing like that. It was my electric bill for two, you know, two months ahead or prior or whatever. And I just like sat back and I just kind of like thought like, ah, like how much longer am I going to wing it and do things mm -hmm. that are not working? Even though everybody around me is telling me like, you're doing great. And I'm like, I am not doing the cute. I can't pay my bills. I'm not the nicest mom because I'm exhausted all the time. Our relationship yeah. is falling apart. We're living in a one bedroom, 700 square foot apartment with like Ariana's room was like a, a glorified closet. It had a small window. So it was considered a, you know, a, a one bedroom plus, right? Like, yeah. like I was just kind of at the point of like how much longer longer am I going to be able to sustain winging it? And at that point I was 28 turning 29. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm not even in my thirties yet. Like life is going to keep happening and I'm just going to keep winging it. So I winged it again. <laughs> uh, so I need to do something different. I need to do something that works for me at that point in time. I'd been diagnosed with ADHD when I was 26 years old. So just a couple of years and I really didn't like understand myself. I understood all the things that weren't working. Does that make sense? So I kind mm -hmm. of went based off of all the things that weren't working. And I'm like, I don't know what does work, but I know what doesn't work. So I'm just going to go based off of that. And I started this business and I just went all in. And it was the first time in literally forever that I had the direction and the systems and the structure that I needed just enough, but I could also be fully myself in everything I did in planning my days in working my days in the way that I showed up on social media in all of it and network marketing you know allowed that so that was kind of where I was at you know four four years ago when I started this business having these companies have been super super successful with that along with a, a bunch of other things but that's kind of where I started that's kind of where I was at I was just sick of winging it in all of the wrong ways and now I'm wing I'm still winging it but that's kind of like where my headspace was at of like I was really really sick and tired of just being sick and tired all the time honestly yeah that's yeah. when people make a change when they're so sick and tired of like what they've been dealing with and I love that so much so where are you I guess actually you said you got diagnosed when you were 26 right yeah what was that journey like for you after you were diagnosed yeah. So that was, I don't actually know that I'm going to like start here and then I'll, I'll answer the question, but I don't know that I would have ever been diagnosed had I not been a mom. Uh, so I started noticing like a lot of the same behaviors in Ariana that I had when I was a child and this is nothing, you know, against my parents or anything like that. Like my parents, my teachers, they didn't really know, I guess. Right. But I started noticing these behaviors and patterns and I'm like, these are things I, I used to get in trouble for. And I understand that she doesn't understand some of the things that she's doing right now. So this is not like you're going to be punished type of behavior. So I was like, I was very confused. And that's actually like, we actually started going through the process of getting diagnosed together, which is really cool. So she went to a center for development for kids and she got a full diagnosis and I went somewhere else. But I kind of like went through this stage of like, 
I don't think anger is the right word really because I wasn't angry at anybody in particular because I knew that my like my parents you know me not getting diagnosed earlier wasn't an intentional thing right but I kind of went through this like gosh I've been gypped man like I got trouble for a lot of things that like as a kid I, I couldn't fully control and I didn't understand it and like there were just all of these different things like all of these different feelings and then you know as an adult having this idea of what ADHD is, I went through like a guilt or uh, like an embarrassment, like an ashamed, mm-hmm. like ashamed. Cause like I'm an adult with a kid's disorder. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like that's like where my brain kind of was. And I'm like, how am I an adult? I struggle with focus. Like that's a kid thing. Right. Or like I struggle with impulsivity. Like that's a kid thing. Right. And that's kind of like where my brain was. Cause I was like so ignorant about it. We actually got diagnosed together. I think that quickly got me through like the anger and the guilt and the feeling ashamed or embarrassed because I felt like I had to learn myself as quickly as humanly possible because there's all these things that I didn't know about myself in order to be able to be a good parent for her right so I feel like that was kind of like a distraction <laughs> uh, that, that was kind of like a distraction <laughs> for me also like a super super like a hyper focus of like I have to get through these emotions I have to work through these emotions I have to like now really get to learn myself because she's gonna be catching up because now it's the same thing now we have something to like identify and pinpoint so that's kind of like where I was at with that and like how I was feeling around that and that was a lot of years I mean I'm still going through like the learning myself obviously I'm still going through that process but like the working through like all the different angles I guess of like guilt and embarrassment and being ashamed and all of that kind of stuff and then like stopping and learning (laughs) implementing and then going right back to it it was like this cycle which I feel like was now looking back completely necessary but very confusing at the time Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I think so many people are kind of experiencing the same thing, especially if they've been, I think at any point of your diagnosis, there's like the shame and the embarrassment and then the guilt and then why me kind of thing. I think it's cool that you guys ended up getting diagnosed together, right? I think diagnosis is great because it gives so many answers. So how did you find that, you know, ADHD was like impacting your business? just wanted to drop in here because I'm so excited to share with you that this episode is sponsored by the ADHD Business University. As you know, ABU is globally the first university designed specifically for the ADHD entrepreneur. ABU helps you go from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO with a proven formula of ADHD transformation, habits and systems for the easily distracted entrepreneur, step-by-step sales and marketing, and building out your squirrel collaborations all while having tons of freaking fun, creating huge impact so that you can earn six figures within the next 12 months. Click the link in the show notes to apply if you are someone who is serious about creating the business and life of your dreams. So a lot of different ways. And again, it was kind of like a journey of realizing what was happening. So what I mean by that is where impulsivity, for example, impulsivity was great in certain areas of my business. And it was really challenging in other areas. So it was like the effects on my business were also very confusing because where the symptoms, right? Like the actual characteristics of ADHD were affecting both things. So it was like the impulsivity is like 
really great because it's really helping drive me and it's really keeping me creative but it's also really holding me back in certain areas and that's kind of like how I thought about like the holding back right so it's like I was able to identify and it was a lot of different things it was the focus it was the the inattentiveness it was being very flighty right like all of these different (laughs) things it's like that was the break of what was really impacting my business of having these two there was no middle ground and I didn't want to create a middle ground right so it's both it was affecting the success and the failures in both ways and I had no merge I struggle with focus but it really helps my content because I just flow and I, I talk about the things that really matter to me but I have to be a business owner, right? So that was, that was the biggest struggle was the, the flow of everything in my business because it was like a love hate relationship really with my ADHD. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love just like how you describe that, the kind of duality on how it shows up for everybody, I think is like super interesting because I would totally agree. Impulsivity has really helped me grow my business. <laughs> and yeah and like I think some people too they're like they try and say well you need calculated impulsivity it's like the reason that I had so much success in a short period of time is because I was super impulsive when I registered for one of my coaching programs it was like $1,200 a month and I saw I had enough for the first payment I was like doink let's go I paid my bills I paid my car let's go (laughs) Right? right and it was like I I know I'm gonna figure it out and I think if I wasn't so impulsive, I maybe wouldn't have made the decision. And then the insight to want to register would have passed. And then I would never would have done it. Right. I would have been stuck in the kind of the same place. So at what point were you at in your business when you were thinking, I need some help with this? Or how did that like start to unfold? Did you get to like stuck in your business or like, what did it look like? So stuck definitely, but I definitely feel that like, I mean, looking back now, it was like a head stuck. Does that make sense? So like it reflected in my business for sure. But I knew that I had gotten to this space of like, I'm so much in my head right now. I want to say throw pasta at the wall. That's such an Italian thing. I know that's not what it actually is. It's throwing something at the wall to see what sticks. (laughs) How am I talking about cooked pasta? I don't know. Whatever you throw at the wall, whatever that is. I think it's spaghetti, isn't it? I don't think so. I think maybe it is. I don't know. I was throwing whatever at the wall, (laughs) pasta at the wall to see what stuck. It felt like nothing was sticking because I had some sort of blocks happening in my brain and it was obviously, it was reflecting in my business. So it was kind of, uh, we had built this crazy, crazy business, right? Like, you know, at that point it was, we were doing like $150,000 worth of in sales every single month with a large team, right? So, and a large working team, right? So I felt like all of this responsibility and I felt like responsibility in my personal business, we had a lot of stuff going on. I had a lot of stuff going on personally. And I knew that if I just stayed stuck in my head and didn't do something to make like a huge shift or like just push the boulder out of the way, that it was going to be this thing but I also knew that it wasn't necessarily a plateau in business that I didn't have control over if that makes sense like I knew that it was me being fully in my head and I didn't know how to like get out of it when you say like in your head and you were stuck like what did that look like to you specifically 
a couple things for me, I really, and this has been like a consistent thing, struggle with like validating excuses in the sense of like, where is it a feeling and an emotion and I need to give myself space or where is it an excuse and I just need to push through, right? And for me, I found myself, and this was like a little bit before I had actually found the podcast, I found myself like really falling into the medical model in my life and in business and then this was just overflowing of like maybe I can't go any further than this maybe I can't do these things because my brain just doesn't work that way or however that talk went but that was like a big thing and then another part of that is the self-talk like I've always been really somebody who's just like getting diagnosed I guess later in life as a young person I had to like figure out how to always not even be my biggest fan because I don't I wouldn't say like I'm you know I'm running around with like rainbow shooting on my butt my entire life right like that's not <laughs> that's me but like always like uplifting myself or like figuring out how to like pull myself out and I just felt myself like getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the negative self-talk I've always been able to like problem solve and figure things out and like do all these things and like maybe it's just me so it was a component of like the things that I had learned about my brain at that point and then really then that negative self-talk so it was like a lot of chatter in my head Mm -hmm. so anytime Mm -hmm. I would throw things at the wall anytime I would try new things it was like this constant like questioning myself over and over and over when I had proven that I already knew like I already knew how to build this business so that was a huge thing for me yeah I think that is yeah. your question. <laughs> <laughs> it's ADHD podcast, girl. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> I that's that like literally my favorite part of the podcast is and have guests on. It's like okay, we're going over here. Um, but no, I think it's. I think what you're talking about is super powerful, right? Because it's like you had this business and you had so many things that were preventing you from moving forward. And a lot of people don't actually realize that the medical model and researching, like, you know, one of the things that actually people think makes ADHD better, but it makes it worse is researching, like consistently nonstop researching, 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 because I think just so like the more that people research and they keep like going and going and going, I actually pride myself that I don't know all the ins and outs of the science of the ADHD because I start reading that stuff and it makes me feel so bad. And that's what kept me really stuck for so many years was the psychological reporting and all that kind of stuff. And so that's why I'm like super passionate about helping people like see yourself outside of this. It's like zoom out on your life, zoom out on like your whole existence of everything and ADHD and who you are as a human is such a small part of who you are, but people take on the identities of, I can't focus, I'm easily distracted. Oh, well, I, I can't auditory process. Yeah, well, that's because I've got ADHD. And it's like this cycle that's running inside of your brain. And people don't even realize that it's on autopilot. And when you actually stop and, you know, you go through the program, the accomplished mind method, which is what we did together. But when you actually stop and go through the program, the same week that you had like huge transformations, people are like, holy cow, I didn't realize how poorly I talked to myself. I didn't realize that all this stuff was like running in my head. One of my clients said to me one time, I actually had, I had her on another episode and she was saying that she was 
walking around the grocery store and she just like wanted to cry because she was like, I realized like I was just walking around the grocery store and I heard all this like negativity just coming into my brain and I didn't even know it was there before. And so that's what makes it so hard. It's like, okay, when you do come up against a challenge rather than asking yourself, okay, how can I help myself through this? A lot of people who are stuck in the medical model will just say, okay, well, I can't do it. Yeah, I've got ADHD. So it's, that's just who I am kind of thing. And crazy. Yeah. I think it's so that, uh, just real quick, like that episode actually. So with, you know, Ariana and I getting diagnosed at the same time and the diagnosis process that she went through was really, really helpful because they actually did a, a full workup on what would help her in school, which was super helpful for us because we knew like we were able to put little things in place that would help her. So I, I loved that. And then things at home, like holistic things at home. And that was really cool. And the only reason I actually started like actually doing any type of investigation on ADHD was because I was trying to figure out, okay, some of these things would sure work for me, you know, at home and life and in business, but like, there's not enough there. Right. So when that episode uh, early on, you were talking about the medical model, I was like, so frustrated. And like, I literally knew that it was like one of your first episodes. So like, I knew there was more to come, but I was like, lady, like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but like, how am I supposed to know what to do? Okay. Like the medical model teaches me what to do. And I was like, and now I look back, I'm like, oh gosh, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> happening uh but yeah so it's like that that episode I was like gosh like okay I understand but like I need to know what to do like where are the answers if I don't look <laughs> like I need to look right yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy yeah so then um I remember like reached out and then you started sharing my podcast and you were just like binging through all of it so for those of you who are listening I don't know if I mentioned it already but Angela and I ended up working one-on-one together through the Accomplish My Method which is my program that is straight ADHD transformation so it's really designed to take people and entrepreneurs who have their businesses set up but they're really struggling exactly like you were Angela you were just stuck at this place of like okay well I'm not moving forward things aren't going anywhere and to other people it looks like cool you got it all together but behind the scenes you're like what the heck is going Going on right <laughs> so but um so for you like I guess at what point were you like okay cool I need to work with Henry a couple different things so the the, the thing that got me like fully hooked on your message was actually the a lot of the subconscious talk that you had because I always thought like it hadn't just been like four years right like around like eight (laughs) years or six years however long since my diagnosis like always that's very dramatic but since my diagnosis I found a lot of guilt or like being gypped at the fact that like I wasn't diagnosed sooner and you were somebody who was diagnosed sooner and you still had these same experiences right so that kind of like kept me like wow this isn't just a me thing being diagnosed however like 16 years later than you had been or however long it was so that kind of like kept me around and then something that I realized uh like as you were talking through one was the prompts that you constantly are giving because I feel like that's not a thing 
right? So like what I was just talking about before, like, okay, but the medical model and like doing all this research, it tells me what to do. And with the prompts that you were giving, I had a starting point, but you do say it all the time, but like without even saying it with the prompts, it's like go internal, like go inside, like go inside, Mm -hmm. like do these prompts. So with doing the prompts and like there were a couple of episodes I like listened to over again and I redid the prompts. It was just like, maybe this realization of like, maybe nobody else has the answers for me. I have the answers. I just don't know Mm -hmm. the questions to ask. So that was Mm -hmm. one of the things that I was like, I need to learn how to do that. But specifically with the accomplished mind method, it was like, I actually thought it was something completely different. So, but back in the day when I didn't know that you were going to cause a dumpster fire, (laughs) (laughs) a big thing with like the, for the accomplished mind method, I was like, this is just completely against what, and against, I say that like, you know, very freely with like a grain of salt, like, but this is completely against what anybody else is talking about. And essentially, and there's nothing wrong with medications. I am currently on medication and Ariana as well, as well as holistic methods and working through the accomplishment method and applying all of this stuff. That's essentially the solution always everywhere else. Right. And even like, you know, like holistic treatment or managing ADHD, maybe it's not necessarily around medication, but is around things to work with, like almost like a broken mind. Right. And everything that you were talking about was everything I felt inside, but like, it wasn't connecting with my brain of like, I don't feel broken, but my brain is telling me I'm broken. Like I know how much I've accomplished in life and I know how far I've come and how far I can go but my brain is telling me I'm broken. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like this, this cycle that you were able to break in the episodes that you were putting out of like, there's actually nothing wrong with you. And like that aligned with how I felt. It just went against everything that my brain thought. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like everything yeah, that makes so much quote sense. Unquote, new, right. Yeah. So that yeah. was where like, I knew that I wanted to work with you and I knew that I wanted to like have the information that you had to share. Mm-hmm. I love that so much because during our time together, I kept saying to you, like the whole time that we were working together, I was like, I just love so much how you're really taking all the information, you're applying it and making it your own and getting your own understanding from it. It was so amazing because that's the whole purpose of the program. Like I have mad goosebumps right now because that's the whole purpose is for you to get in touch with your own power and to connect with your sovereignty so that you're not attaching yourself to things that are externally from you to determine the way that you show up in your business, because ultimately it was preventing you from moving forward and growing to the next level and creating the impact that you're capable of creating. So I want to ask you a question. I don't think I've ever asked you this before. I know you said to me before, the accomplished mind method was everything that I didn't realize what it was going to be, but it was everything that I needed. So what did you think it was going to be? So I really thought because you speak very much to obviously business owners with ADHD, right? I don't know if I thought it was going to be more tactical and strategic rather than like, let's, you know, dumpster fire your whole life and start over. <laughs> you, right? But I definitely thought that it was going to be something more strategic and specific to business. And then the whole person would follow where it was more specific to the whole person and then business would follow. Does it make yes. sense? So I just thought it would be flip-flopped. Yeah. If that, yeah. If, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I didn't, totally. I didn't realize that it was going to be so, which I should have, because that's the whole reason I started. I literally just told you that, right? Like, I told yeah. you that. that's actually why I started. But yeah, I thought it was going to be completely flip-flopped. 
Mm-hmm. And so many people, I think, are under that misconception of like, okay, if I have the right strategies set up in place, then everything else is going to flow. And it's not the strategies at all. It's about dialing yourself in, connecting with the energy and the essence of what you are and the magic that you're to bring to this world. And once you have that in alignment, it's like the strategies follow. It's easy. That stuff follows in line easily because then you start realizing, okay, you a lot of the thing is letting go of so much stuff that's taking up so much mental energy for you, right? So let's go back to actually, before we go there, um, when you're talking about dumpster fire and we're laughing about it, what specifically does that mean to you? <laughs> so uh, I guess backstory. So about a year before we started working together, all these different things started popping up. So um, outside of, you know, like the pandemic, right? Like I moved into, we moved into our house uh, and then everything got shut down literally two weeks later. So thank goodness for that because I'm an introvert and we are up in the woods. <laughs> thank god Um, but from there it was just like you know one thing after another we had uh, some family stuff ariana had some health stuff right before you and i started working together i started going through a breakup my fiance and i i had been together for 11 years and it was just like it was like literally one thing after another outside of you know like the business being uh more stagnant he had to come home from work for a while because he had asthma so we were kind of fearful for a little bit until he went back to work just like all of these different things like life was really 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 happening and with what i'm talking about like with dumpster fire it was like this came around exactly at outside of like obviously it came around exactly when I needed it because I made the choice right so I was like Mm -hmm. yeah but like I had this idea of exactly what my life would be if I did all the right things because that's what we're taught right Mm -hmm. Uh, and I did like you know and I was talking like earlier about like the right way to do things right so like you know graduating going to college or going to a trade school or whatever getting a job getting a career getting a house getting I don't even whatever that thing is but I thought that like if I just stayed the course if I just did all these things this would be my life and for a year prior I started realizing like oh my gosh this is all quote unquote falling apart right so uh when I started the program and I'm talking about dumpster fire it was like I was still in that and I'm still in it right like but like all throughout the program like all of that is falling apart and I'm like relearning myself and I'm learning that like I literally respond to things based off of like all of these things that were taught to me that were given to me that weren't mine to take on what is my life (laughs) like it was just like everything I thought I knew between the program and just life happening was completely thrown up in the air and I felt like I knew nothing and I was like well (laughs) I just have to relearn everything like literally everything in life anything I ever thought that I knew about anything so the program did that like life also like combining there were times I came out and I was like or you would be like hey how are you and I'm like my life is a dumpster fire right now like this is not good you're like no this is great I have goosebumps I'm like what (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad it's great that's awesome right so it's just like everything was thrown up exactly how it was supposed to be in order to just restart everything Mm -hmm. start stacking Mm -hmm stacking and Mm -hmm. rebuilding yeah yeah and I think it's so powerful right it was like 
when you were at that place of like, what is life? Who am I? All those kind of questions. I was like, this is exactly where you want to be. I know it's really messy right now, but just trust me, trust the process. It's going to unfold. And when you get to the other side, you're going to feel so amazing because that's what happens is we live under these false stories, you know, social stories of ADHD, of the way that your life is supposed to look, how things are supposed to unfold. And when you realize that it's all a bunch of bullshit and you actually don't need any of it, it's so amazing. And it's, it's scary because you're like, everything that I did know in the past is no longer. And when you get to that place of being like a blank slate, it's like, cool. Okay. What do I want to put back in? What do I want to decide is going to be my reality? And so, yeah, it gets a little bit messy for a while. And then after that, it's like, okay, we can go to a place of creating actually what we want and we can start showing up as who we want. So I think it's just like, it's super cool. It's super beautiful. So there was something I was going to ask you, but I can't remember what it was. Obviously it wasn't that important. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I was going to say, I remember there was like in week three or four, we got onto our call and you said, it's so crazy, even though my life is a total mess right now. Oh my God. I feel feel like, yeah, yeah. That was so cool. And I was like, I don't even promise focus in my program. I don't, I don't promise it. <laughs> it's not even like a, a goal or an achievement, right? But I hear a lot of people saying that. It's like, I feel so focused. I feel so excited because they've released so much of this stuff that was preventing them from moving forward that now, look, you got all this space in your life. You don't have the chatter inside of your brain that's going off. And I had another client say the same thing. And she was like, I think I've been so distracted my whole life because I've just had such bad negative self-talk as well. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy too. Cause like, I remember that week and then like a couple weeks following of just having this awareness of like, I think that something that people don't talk about with ADHD, and I don't know if it's like a girl thing or like, I know, I know for me personally, like ADHD taught me how to be the most empathetic person, I swear and everything, mm-hmm. because I literally used to walk into rooms and I was scared of getting in trouble all the time. I was scared of being like, oh, you're embarrassing or don't embarrass me or like having those talks. I would literally look at the room and figure out who to be. Like I literally <clears throat> taught myself psychology. <laughs> like I taught mm-hmm. myself how to read people and understand people and communicate on a different level. There's all these things outside of even the stories that so many people I feel carry of like who to be in what situation, how to act, how to do this, how to do that. And it's like, once you get rid of that idea, who to be, I think about it now and I'm like, what does that mean? who would it be what like how is that even a question right and it's like it was so normal for me back then but it's like why do I have to think of who to be like Mm -hmm. why is that like an actual thought process going into anything and I remember just like getting rid of all of that it started like grounding me to the point of I'm able to focus on who I am when I don't have this idea of who to be Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. get to be And then from there, I get to focus on the things that make me happy or drive me or give me inspiration or parenting or business or life or love or whatever. It's how much I was like, literally like walking around in a fog all the time of like, what do I say? How do I say what, like, how are people going to respond to this? Like you get rid of Mm -hmm. all of that. I'm still flighty and I love it right? It's still like, you know, Mm -hmm. thoughts come and go. And it's like, what in the world and talking in circles, but I get to just be that without stopping myself and reevaluating who I am and how I'm behaving. Right. That's so cool. I'm like, it's so amazing to watch how things have unfolded for you. So yeah. Is there anything else that you kind of like want to add to your experience of what it was like going through the accomplished mind method? 
Yeah, I've been through a lot of hard, challenging, tough things, and it was really, really challenging. Like actually the being honest with myself and actually mm-hmm. doing, and there were some things that I had to do again. Like there were, there were some activities or some homework assignments like I had to do multiple times because I went into it with that idea of who should I yeah. be showing up in yeah. the event, right? And it was really, really challenging going through that. And I think that one of the things that like, and you asked me, you had asked me what I was like most proud of, like 10 things. I don't know. I gave you like seven or 12. I don't even know. I didn't count. But <laughs> one of the things was the fact that I was able to like be really, really honest with myself and do the hard work but it it wasn't heavy. It was just a lot. It was a lot of like self-reflection and going through this. It was a hard thing because then you have to, you have to admit some not Mm -hmm. great things about yourself, right. And about your choices. Uh, And then you have to like give up control. That was a huge thing for me. This entire, you know, the entire 12 weeks was giving up control and just like getting into a space of just get the most out of this. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to like anything like that. That was really, I know it sounds so cheesy and so like cliche, but like it was so worth it. It was so, it was hard, but it was so worth it. Mm -hmm. I think it's so true, right? And it's a transformation. Like I call it ADHD transformation because it's literally like you're being stripped of what was and creating something new and it's so liberating and it's so freeing. And, you know, even in my transformational journey, it was a total hot mess sometimes. I remember like being in my apartment on my floor in Vancouver and thank God my roommate was out that day, but I just remember I just sobbed for like hours, ugly crying, like multiple occasions because it was like, all this stuff I had bottled up that I was just like suppressing, suppressing, suppressing. And then finally it was like releasing. And I knew that I wasn't going to be in that space forever. And I knew it was part of the process of letting that stuff go so that I could let new stuff in. And I think for me, I want to go through more changes like that in my life because it was so amazing to really strip back so much stuff and really stepping into who I am and, and the same same with you it's like stepping into who you really are and honoring the freaking heck out of yourself so that you can serve properly and have the way that you're supposed to and who you're supposed to serve so I guess like now that you've kind of gone through it I just want to be mindful of our time now that you've gone through it we've finished our sessions like what is the big win for you in terms of like your ADHD and in terms of your business like what are things looking like for you now in that space. So one of the things that I went into like wanting, so before we started, you asked like really what I wanted out of the program and I wanted flow in my business, right? I wanted that like middle, that gray area. (laughs) Like I really wanted like, uh, I want to flow and then coming out and like really going through the process, something that I realized was I didn't actually want flow in that sense, um, something that I really am continuing to just embrace and go with and continue to learn about and, uh, carry into my personal life and my business is just really figuring out doing things that are in alignment with what works for me and how I operate regardless of if it feels good or not. Right. So like the flow thing, I really, I was looking for things to feel good and feel connected and just understanding that my brain with ADHD 
not everything always feels connected. It's not always going to feel connected unless you are really, really grounded with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So continuing like meditation, continuing to just like really work on myself and understanding myself and allowing that to connect with the things that uh, I feel drawn to or that I am, I excel at or the way that my brain actually works, right? There's so many, you know, like you can just bring up any topic, like, you know, fruit, right? The ADHD brain goes on a complete tangent and eventually we'll <laughs> yeah. end up at talking about buses, right? Like, I'm like, whatever, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. It's connected in a different way that's not always parallel, I guess. So for me, with the flow goal, I wanted things to feel good and I wanted to be so sure of myself all the time. And now and I'm kind of like taking this with my personal life and business of realizing that to get there requires a deeper process and my brain is able to do that. So really going with the flow, right? Like going with the flow of allowing my brain to work the way that it works, not mm-hmm. taking on things that aren't my strong suit. And that's just people in general, right? But I was taking things on, overcomplicating things and like getting down on myself. That's not something I excel at. And that's not something I find interesting or I'm not passionate about it. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to do this or whatever the case may be. And just really going with how my brain works instead of fighting it, right? That's something that that is really, really important to me. We actually just came back from, I mean, you know, we just came back from a team event and I was just able to be myself the entire time. Came back, uh, we did a complete branding revamp of the team. So we have now a new, um, we have a new team name. We have a new logo. We have new branding. We are putting out swag for the team, which is really, really cool. Uh, so just like all this stuff, finding the alignment in the way that my brain works instead of trying to constantly play, like constantly fight with my brain and figure out, you know, like, how do I make this work in, stay in this box and work for somebody else? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's not, right. Yeah. So um, yeah. that's, that's one of the biggest things that I've kind of, uh, I've learned and am going to continue to carry through of like having that trust in myself And if something does pop up that doesn't feel right, it doesn't mean that I don't trust myself. I know I'm rambling right now, but like like super passionate about this freaking program. (laughs) (laughs) If something like pops up that doesn't feel aligned or doesn't feel right or feels a little off, it's not that I don't trust myself. It's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm questioning my ability. It's that I overly trust myself now and I'm going to just go with it. I'm not going to make, you know, decisions based off of what I think I can or I can't do. I'm going to trust that instinct and I'm going to trust that, that little voice or that gut feeling. My brain knows what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just have to catch up, right? <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> just got to get out of the way. <laughs> I just got to let my brain, like, you know, got to do its thing. And then, you know, it'll, it'll give me the answer. And also it's like, probably crazy to some people, but like, that's, that's really what it is. And that's the biggest thing that I've taken away and that I'm going to, uh, continue to apply in life and business yeah okay this is so amazing so cool to watch how everything unfolded for you and like literally I told you all the time you're kicking ass in the course and I was like you're just freaking doing it you just show up you just do the work it's great 
Um, and those are the clients that I love to work with. So do you have any last things that you would say to somebody who is maybe thinking about joining the accomplished mind method or anything like that? What would you say to like past you? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing, uh, that I would say to the past me, and that's literally who I'm going to talk to. There have to be other people in that space, right. Of like Mm -hmm. the negative self-talk and having the awareness, but like being like, I don't know what to do. Like I could either stay here and not know what to do. And I could question everything and I could continue to not trust myself. And I can continue to, "Mm, can I afford this? Is this going to be right? Is this whatever? my biggest thing is like, I kept coming back for a reason. Yeah. I kept coming back to the podcast for a reason. I asked you the questions about, uh, like what you had to offer for a reason. Is it uncomfortable to like take, a? I mean, as you know, it is, it is a leap, right? Because you don't know mm. what the outcome is going to be, but it's not 100%. a leap because you have the structure of what you actually offer. Right. So like people know, but like, it is a leap of like, is this going to work for me? And just the going back to like, this is something that people will learn when they join the program is like that little pull, that little gut thing or whatever, that continuing to come back is there for a reason, right? I would love to say that, like, I wish I would have done this sooner. I mean, I wish I would have listened to my mom and listened to your podcast sooner, for sure. Like, that's how I found your podcast. But like, I think from that point, I did it, I did it pretty quickly, but um, I could definitely have been that person to just like constantly question. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if that's, if that's somebody listening right now, just trust that, that pull of bringing you back, even if it's uncomfortable, even if uh, you don't know how you're going to make it work. I think that that's literally everything that this program is. And I am literally a completely different person. Yeah, you are. It's it's strange. Like I'll have conversations now and I'm like, (laughs) that wouldn't have been me four months ago. Okay. Who is that? I don't know. I don't know what that is, but you know, it's just mad. Right. So yeah. That is so Uh, cool. I love that. It's been amazing. I'm so glad that you could share your story with um, everybody who's listening. And I'm so glad to have you on the podcast because like literally your transformation has been so beautiful and it's been so amazing. And like, it's crazy how much can happen in a short period of time when you're really committed to what you want to happen for yourself. And that's exactly what I saw happen for you. It was like things totally shifted. I didn't have to be on you to remind you to do things. You were just in there and you were like, I'm doing it. This is what it's going to look like. And you, you went all in. So I freaking love that. Just for the average person, like nothing changes if nothing changes. But I think especially for, for people with ADHD, because we're just wired differently. Mm-hmm. We are elite. And I'm going to say, it, I don't care whatever is going, it's going on the podcast. We are, we're just wired differently. Right. And I think that nothing changes if nothing changes. And we have that ability to just be incredible. You just have to learn how to unlearn. This is literally mm-hmm. what it is. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so freaking excited for you. Like just what's to come and all the amazing stuff that has unfolded in such a short period of time for you since we started working together. And so I'm just, yeah, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for to watch your journey. So if people are curious to connect with you or interested in working with you, how can they connect with you? So Instagram is the best way. It is the period Angela Musco uh, over there. I, <laughs> it's 
funny because I was like scrolling through my Instagram. I talk about a lot. I talk about parenting. I talk about mental health. I talk about a lot of different things since we've worked together. Um, really being mindful of your body and nourishing your body and fueling your body and being gentle and uh, literally all of it. I talk about ADHD. I talk about being neurodivergent in like a super, super powerful uh, and empowering way of just like being like, you know, in La La Land and being a free spirit and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, they can find me over on Instagram. I am on Facebook as well. Angela Musco. I share a lot on there. Uh, I'm always in my stories. We're also over on a we. Who's we, Angela? I don't know. <laughs> we're, right we're, we're still okay. We're, both of us. I don't know. Um, over on TikTok as well. And if you go right over to Instagram, I have a full uh, link in the bio uh, with lots of different ways to, to work so yeah yeah i'm gonna put all of that stuff in the show notes for you so that it's gonna be easy for people to find you but honestly you guys please go over and follow angela it's beautiful to witness your transformation and you still share your learnings every day and i actually love that so much because it's so inspiring so go over freaking hit her up in the dms i love chatting to you and thank you so much for coming on for sharing your journey and because i know it's going to help um so many people who are feeling the same as you were before you know we started working together and um yeah, you're a total freaking inspiration. You're a total badass. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And I hope you have the best freaking day ever. Okay, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. And as you can see, I brought on Angela to show you the power of personal transformation in terms of your ADHD and what is possible for you when you release yourself from so many of these social constructs that are dictating the way that you're showing up in your business. And a lot of the time people don't even realize that these blind spots or these things that are externally from them are preventing them from being the best leader and the best CEO that they can be within their business. So I work one-on-one specifically with entrepreneurs who are earning six figures or more in their businesses. And if that's you and you're feeling like behind the scenes, you're feeling really scattered, you're feeling really disorganized and you're like, I'm just not quite sure when is when am I going to catch a break? When am I going to be able to move things to the next level? And so in our coaching for one-on-one in our time together, what we work on is um, the program that I created called the Accomplished Mind Method, where you really lean in and really dial into who you are, the way that you want to be showing up in the world and releasing yourself from so many of these things that are preventing your success and so many of the things that are making your ADHD worse, right? So As you go through the program, a lot of my clients, um, as Angela mentioned, uh, said that they have more focus. And that's not even a purpose of the program, but it is for you to really be showing up as an elevated leader within your business so that you can start to show other people what is possible within your business. Your business starts to run easier and you start to have the life that you've really been dreaming of. So if this is you and this sounds amazing to you, please take a look in the show notes for how you can apply for my one-on-one coaching. Um, And I look forward to hearing from you and I hope you guys have an absolutely freaking incredible, amazing day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is? Each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work, you're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. 
I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and Clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at annemarieespina.com and your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.